What is up, everyone? We are here for another episode of Rave and Ramble. This week, we're going to hit some big topics. We're going to go down into what's going to happen with Disney. What's the shakeup? What's Bob Iger doing back here? You know, important question. We're also going to go into Justin's little corner on Black Panther, Wakanda Forever, because me and Troy, we support the culture. So we totally have been out in the streets marching or something because we've been way too busy to watch that movie in theaters so far. Right? Right? Yeah, I've been um, right. I've been hand sewing my own dashiki in solidarity so until it's ready i can't i didn't expect that one i oh caught me i remember i remember guys was telling me though that one time when he went to watch the first one i think he wore his dashiki too so i was Dude, like i, I mean you go off cheap bro when i went there was like entire families in like, oh yeah, yeah, yeah in like garb i felt so out of place being the skinny white boy in sweats i was like you're just like marvel movie and then these people are like our culture and history and you're just like basically, fighting it was basically just like slavery reparations I was, I was like this cat person was in civil war and these were like this is the greatest cinematic movement for our people maybe ever since ever <laughs> and you're just like i wish scarlett johansson was here we need more i'm like kanye when he takes the mic he's like i'm gonna let you have your moment <laughs> black panther since this computer like oh shit oh gosh. i can't use the same move and the last thing we're gonna do we're gonna do a follow-up from our previous conversation troy was on the fence about Pokemon Scarlet Violet. We're gonna hear what his thoughts are two weeks later. All right, so let's let's open us off, right? Justin, where can we be found? Let's let's break through real quick, or just the quick in, and then we'll do the the full dive afterwards. Full dive afterwards, but quickly, so the full the full list. Yeah, the full list full at the list end. Will be at now the end. now just do the the important one. Just yeah. the tip. Just just hit the link below. You'll be able to find all our links there and figure out where to listen to. And obviously, you're watching here. So when you hit the link, it's going to redirect you to uh, the audio version, which will redirect you to the video version so that you can watch this yet again. Get that double views up. If any of you actually do that, Justin will probably like, I don't know, give you a cookie or something. Uh, don't promise that. I am not, I, a, I whore. Said pro, I I said am not a whore in a crack house. Don't, I miss, said don't promise probably. that. <laughs> Listen, you've been a little lonely lately. I'm doing this for you, okay? Hey, you don't know my life. It was like, we'll put a surgeon's glove on and stuff. Just don't look me in the eye. Honestly, you'll, guys. You'll, you'll go to a gas station bathroom stall. He might be once there the if recording, it's not him. <laughs> <laughs> once the recording starts and stops, we do not talk to each other. We have a contract to where once the recording stops, we log off and we only come back once a week. Listen, stop coming on her back, bro. Aha. <laughs> I'm a genius. Hey. Anyways. Yeah. Come on, man. Make sure to click that link below and give us as many likes, views, shares, comments, whatever it needs to be, just so we can seem important. It's not for anything major. Just just for the importance of it all. Whatever comment it is, like just make sure um it does not follow in the topic we're talking about. If you want to talk about like like Put just hate speech in there. Don't don't. don't <laughs> <laughs> that's so we we joke all the time I, 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 i'd rather like, not okay there's, there's certain points where we cannot reach where I, I i'd rather racism. not be directed in the vicinity of what could be me you know yeah just uh, keep it the other ones speaking <laughs> of hate speech bob Iger had this to say about bob chapin wait wait we can't say this we, you can't transition like that because it's so bad it makes it people think that he was actually... <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> he actually said something that bad about Bob JPEG. White on white crime. Come on now. All right, let's go. All right. So just to break down the news, lo and behold, Bob JPEG, he said one thing about animation, bro. One thing about and that, that, that his days were numbered as soon as he talked down on the mouse, bro. When you say animation is for kids in that public, you know, spectrum and like adults don't need animation, bro. Bro, Mickey was breathing down his neck. Oh. Yes. You know, when I felt like he just woke up. Animation. He just woke up in the middle of the night and he heard, huh? And the next <laughs> thing you know, Mickey just had the, it's Mickey from uh, South there's, Park, bro. There's just knocking on the door. Like, hey, it's Mickey. Huh? Disney police with their mouse ears were just like staring at him. It's like, we got to bring you in, bro. It's uh, it's on Dude, you. Instead of like a, a single red dot sight, it's like a big dot with two smaller ones, right? For ears. Mm-hmm. Now his code name is Little Bob while Bob Iger is Big Bob. So when they were bringing him in, they were like, Big they, Bob. They were, call- they, they, they were calling him Big Bob for a while. And they're like, sorry, Little Bob. And he was just like, what do you mean, Little Bob? <laughs> that was it, bro. Well, you can Bob hear by his context that uh, you're no longer Big Bob anymore. They just so, start calling him Little Bob. So, so let's let's jump into it. We don't know the circumstances of why he was fired, but assuming, well, you're the insider, but assuming it had something to do with his business model and the uh, various park issues they've been having and decrease of revenue and struggles, and you know, just an overall ambiguity of like what's been left behind in the projects in his way they were like you know we're not having it right now so let's get back our big boy bob out here so they made a call to bob Iger, and they're like we need you back yeah come out of retirement now you know outside of our personal insider information where he could just be a little filler you know ceo until someone else steps in you know if that's the case that's one thing but we're, we're getting back into bob Iger, and people have a lot to say on it some are like oh yes the mcu will be good again some are like he's gonna fix the Star Wars universe, and, and some my... are like, he's going to help the business end of thing, which is, you know, the majority of what he's probably going to be there for is for the business model, and to fix all the crumbles that have been happening in between, you know? For me, it's going to be the beef that's going on between Baldy McGee and Bob Iger. Actually, I can't call him Baldy I, I have no, like, hate or towards so the guy. <laughs> Kevin like, Feige. Really because Kevin Feige almost did go to DC because he had conflicts with Bob Iger. Speculation say can't we can't put that out there, but like people people and words talk that uh he almost went to DC because he had conflicts with Bob Iger. But that was decisions years ago though. Was yeah, but we'll see where it goes because Bob Iger was the one who was kind of like fronting the whole uh Marvel TV having connections to like the movies and stuff like that. And it has never been specifically said after he left from the mouths of Kevin Feige whether they were Kenner or not and we'll see where it goes. Bob Iger really did try and push um, uh, Inhumans onto the world and everybody hated it. Let's see if he'll come back and be like, yeah. On, well, actually well, he only here, did Inhumans here, because of like they didn't have X-Men at the time. Here's the thing to clarify real quick that people might get confused. That was an earlier time of a more like disjointed MCU. Kevin Feige pretty much got that big promotion during the Iger era where it was like, you know what? You're chief in charge 
charge of Marvel, right? He's at that position where he has his hands in all the different facets of products and comics and movies and television where he can he can fidget with certain things. He can mess with certain things, you know? Obviously, there's the, the biggest priority because he is mostly in charge of running the MCU. But that's his biggest priority. That's where most of the effort goes. And people think Bob Iger coming back is going to make a big change. Marvel's been and is continuing to be successful regardless of people with their individual preferences not liking certain differences right for some people it's a major perspective of like quality decline i think there's just more options and there's a lot of options coming in fast and people either one can't choose or two they don't like the change which everyone always complains about change regardless of anything right if you don't like things for specific reasons right that's one thing right you know but when it comes to doing something new and different and seeing where it lands that's just a learning process and we did that in phase one and revisionist history will tell you that phase one is amazing i don't remember phase one being that amazing when it first came out that's just me well the thing with bob chapik though was he was pushing a lot towards disney plus he was more towards the streaming to where at the point most of uh the uh parks money was going towards it was it was being subterfuged yeah yeah so we don't know what's going to be the change of disney at this point because there are speculations that uh bob Iger wants to sell Disney entirely to Apple. I don't think that part's true. It won't happen mostly because <laughs> they, like, they won't let it happen because that's too much of a monopoly. There was already conflict with Disney buying Fox. So yeah. there's already a conflict in between that. Bob Iger, he is probably like, it's probably going to fail of his plan trying to kind of merge those two together. I don't think that's his plan to begin with. I think that's so much of a stretch and a leap. And the only way you're getting through with that is if you break up the company and there's too much layers of like defense to get that far and to push that agenda. Yeah. I think that something might have come out of a rumor of something adjacent, but I think it's really just stretched out of course. Granted, you know, reports and reality can be different, but that's just far too unrealistic and I don't see how you could push that narrative far. Mm-hmm. But hey, you know, people have stretched things further and harder. In Thailand. Uh-huh. Yeah, definitely in uh-huh. Thailand. <laughs> All right, what's the next topic? I could have sworn he was a she. <laughs> All right, let's well let's focus on the uh lingering remnants of the Chapik era. Justin, you watched Wakanda forever. You did your due diligence. So I want to know what was your overall impressions of the movie? I, I want to break this down into like simple talking points that you can get by. What was the impact of this movie culturally compared to the first Black Panther? Mm-hmm. And an how do you one. how do you think it stands as its own movie and what it does for going into Phase Five? Culturally, I got a I got a really simple one. This is like a super. Hey, you haven't watched. I, I like how the white man Let comes in talk. to jump in to take your chance to speak. Why is yeah, it overshadowing the black man yet again? Hey, <laughs> let, me, uh, let me speak over. Let yeah. me speak over. Was, he, he actually watched that one part of Black Panther where that was really emphasized. Yeah. Um, okay, so quiet down while I tell you about how much I support. Uh, uh, how I white explain out here. <laughs> Um, I'm actually not, um, I don't have anything structured to add. <laughs> All right. The first topic, culturally, the beginning of the film, when there were certain scenes, because I don't like, I'm not going through spoilers. That's too much work. That's too much uh, editing for me to cut out. Um, Culturally, it was there. At some point, I was getting jiggy in my seat. You're getting jiggy with it? 
Yeah. Uh, and then, like, other portions of that? the movie? No. I mean, it's, <laughs> I it, I it, so. it, it, it's, it's a council approval. We both need to agree. I'll say for now, unless you're getting really jiggy with it, we, we will not allow it until you're getting into the vibe. Yeah, that's fair. Life so, uh, finds a way. Life finds a way. I'd say it, there was a little bit of, like, like in between. Like, it was a lot more in the beginning, and then, like, it was sprinkled around mm-hmm. towards, like, throughout the whole movie. So what was your connection with the first one? Did you have that culturally aware uh I didn't watch feeling? it for a year. All right. So you disgraced your people. See. No, I didn't disgrace my people. I just didn't like how uh racism between the black community and African American and Africa was so blatant. And then when that movie came out, everybody wanted to be like, Oh yeah, like let me represent we're, we're all one people. Yeah. yeah. In which in which I hated that portion of so. which it's funny though, because that's just historically just an aware thing that happens like even the times of like the 60s with Martin Luther King and Malcolm X and uh what's that last guy's name there was another big one Mandela the, the no 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 it was the back to Africa movement that he was doing yeah it was all weird for me I never in the really US got myself into yeah. the first one as much as the second one I'm gonna go back to his Marcus story. Garvey there we go I have no idea who the fuck uh, you're talking uh, about right, what's, what's the next what's the next uh, I learned about MLK you ain't, things, you, you, things, you ain't paying attention you ain't paying attention to your social peanut. studies bro no, you my school in Carver, bro. Yeah, that's all you got. They you mean the three. rice guy? Oh, he's talking about the cooker Carver, guy, bro. The peanut bro, butter you guy. Thought, like, I, when you said cooker guy, I was like Uncle Ben. What are you? What are you I going on, dude? The Tubman peanut butter guy. Like my junior year. That's wild. That is wild. I learned a lot of the stuff in like, well, maybe because I paid attention, but elementary, middle school, I learned a lot of social studies crap for. Uh, no, dude, I. I was mostly middle school for me. But you're also all the way in Washington, and there's like three black people in like first square mile. I had good grades in history. I was in like AP history and shit. And yeah, they didn't have to. They didn't have to teach you the difficult stuff, <laughs> dude. AP history, all you do is get ready for the fucking AP tests. So like, I don't yeah. know. You know, that was one of the <laughs> few exams I got a near perfect score on. Was yeah, it's a, AP it's a, history. Yeah, it's was a stupid, good. stupid fucking bullshit exam. And uh, who'd you say that was? Which one, George, George Washington Carver? No, he's the peanut dude. We learned about him. Marcus Garvey, <laughs> Back to Africa <laughs> movement. Yo, you know the movie or the show Watchmen, the first episode. That that was how I learned about that shit. I was like, oh, damn. There was a genocide in Oklahoma? That's there's wild. Genocide probably everywhere. Yeah, probably. Yeah, there's, there's probably a few genocides in Oklahoma. Yeah, it's crazy. Like, as much as you learn, there's still so much more. It's like right here in America, born in the USA, Sonny. Hey, but we uh we tied Britain. <laughs> hey, yes, hey, 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 hey. <laughs> we're, we're, we're back. We're, we're back at it. We beat Iran, bro. We uh-huh. beat the oil. We took down the oil wars. We're on. Coming Dude, back for UK. Bro. Yeah, we, we took down. I, I guess we tied Britain. Still I guess. beat them. Yeah, people were saying that counts as hey, a win. They haven't beaten us. And it's that's their sport. They have never beaten us in the World Cup. Exactly. Dude, no no losses on our end. They should be ashamed of themselves. First they the wanna, Queen and yeah. then the World Bro, Cup. <laughs> and they 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 made it to the World Baseball Classic. And guess who they got to face? The U.S. Bro. <laughs> yes. Oh, they that's our sport, chance. maybe. Yeah. We, we, uh, um, unless it's Japan, bro. We, we well Japan or like Cuba or something we sweep it out here Dude, yeah that's the thing like if it was if soccer wasn't like our country's like fifth most important sport I'm sure not even fifth better. it's behind women's tennis women's tennis grew that much yeah Serena Venus son. I mean yeah Serena Serena killed her you know but I mean I she's, na- she's no, done no, 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 so up. I can name as many internet not just US I can name zero US soccer players I can name two international you don't, you don't know the boy Christian Pulisic. No, 
Who the fuck <laughs> is that? <laughs> the one guy who scored the one goal that got us. <laughs> you don't know him either, either, dude. Is that the guy who got hurt in yeah. the clip that I saw on Twitter? Yep. God, he's a good player. I actually Hell do know athlete. a few. Not off the top of my head, but if I... That's what I'm saying, dude. But U.S. women's tennis being a Serena. Le- like, it requires less than a single iota of thought. I agree. Women's tennis is more important than soccer in our country. True, as it true, should be. True. We, all, we all love when people go... Uh, uh. And grunted, man. Uh, Look at your places. Whether you're watching... Like Thailand. <laughs> Whether you're watching... <laughs> I'm surprised you weren't expecting that one. You really, you really put it out there. But yeah, I like the Thai uh, cultural awareness that we got out of conversation. Why do we keep bringing them back? We didn't even have like we we, we talked oh, about we, this we didn't start we with, it was pre-recording, so, but it's it's got to stay for the rest of the, the episode. You know, it's already here. I so. keep running with it. Yeah. What was the other yeah, questions? It's just it's just answer? before we move on. It's just interesting to see because you know certain movies like you wouldn't think about cultural awareness until like it actually is a thing because you know you, you kind of get numb to the idea of just a bunch of white people on the screen and you know what there's a movie about Babylon bro and I saw it was starring I don't even remember who it was probably like Matt Damon or something just a bunch of or Ryan Gosling or something bunch of white people and I was dying I was like but, but this is a movie of, like like why like I, we're, we're, we're still not out of that like era of just like let's go to like this different culture and just cast a bunch of white people everywhere not to hate my white people now like troy well are you gonna sit there and tell me that the last samurai isn't a fucking insanely good stupid i didn't want to bring it up if they made an aztec movie they made an aztec movie and just cast an all white and brown face oh that was you know what's you know what's incredible you know what's incredible melly gibson mel gibson one of the worst human beings to ever get behind a camera Made Apocalypto with an entirely South American cast. I mean, he's he's making a. Um, it's fucking Passion wild. The Christ too. I don't it's know fun. what it's gonna be about, but <laughs> is, he, is he really making? Yeah, he's I didn't think that was real. Oh, is God. Jimmy coming back? Holy shit! <laughs> it's he's it's getting resurrected one, twice. It's, it's that one time where <laughs> Jesus forgot that he died and was like, "Oh shoot, I gotta go pick up my mail." Passion of the Christ to the resurrection. <laughs> the this resurrection reborn. The nails are on the other side this time passion <laughs> of the Christ too dude I would uh featuring MC Hammer it's Hammer time bro. <laughs> that's such a dumb joke but I know I know if I really listen to this podcast it's gonna make me laugh yeah, crack up <laughs> hey dude I think you nailed hey, it hey listen the, the slogan for the movie is you thought we nailed it once watch us nail it again <laughs> Yeah, dude, they should. That would actually be really incredible if they just like killed him again. <laughs> killed him again. It's like those spoof movies you'll see in like Family Guy or something, where it's like, oh yeah, the Passion of the Christ. I'm pretty sure they did the Passion of the Christ too as a spoof too. They did in a family. Yeah, Chris Tucker's. In. Yeah, yeah. It's oh gosh, it's so corny. Damn, bro. Jesus, you crazy. <laughs> Oh, good. Tell that to my bitch ex-wife. Be, uh, featuring Jackie Chan and Chris Tucker, bro. Get up, get up no, in dude, there. It would need to be like Michael Pena or some shit. Huh. So here's what happened last time. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> 
He's filling Jesus in on what the disciples were doing. Remember, guys, this is all about Black Panther Wakanda forever and the cultural impact it's left on us. Yeah, so he's like, okay, Michael Pena, I've been asleep for three days. What did I miss? (laughs) Hey, Peter. I'm sorry. You're Spanish, Peter. Pena. Hey, Pedro. Uh, Hey, Pascal. How you doing? Hola, Jesus. Oh, sorry. Jesus. No, but he's Jesus. So he'd still be Jesus, I think. That's how it works. No, but like when a Spanish person believes in Jesus, it's not Jesus, uh, Jesus. Jesus Christo. Jesus Christo. Anyways, back to our regularly scheduled not racist programming. So, it's nice to hear that you felt something, because again, like, not every movie or TV show has that little impact where, you know, it feels like it matters, or, you know, sometimes you'll hear, like, music from a movie that you wouldn't expect. You know, like, when a white person movie, like, I don't know, Date Night or something is on, and then they play, like, some rap music for no reason, and you're just like, alright, I can vibe with this, like, three minutes of programming here you know yo you guys need to, like even though you haven't watched the movie you guys need to go either either you have spotify or you go to youtube and search up the uh dora milaje chat from uh wakanda forever that shit is fire i, pro- I probably get hyped i like that you shit know is fucking it, it bugs me fire. that i haven't seen it yet but it's gone to the point where i just might not check it out in theaters because of how late it's gotten but i really wanted to see it especially after that first trailer i wasn't that hyped but that first trailer i was like ah oh, bro i gotta watch this movie yeah that 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 the like the soundtrack for like at least that one the soundtrack was people good, people have been bumping chant. people have been bumping the soundtrack that i it's been a while since i've seen like a marvel track, soundtrack man. get this level of except shang chi shang chi had a lot of uh hype on the soundtrack but uh you know so the next part of the question how do you think this movie will impact phase four and uh bring out phase five you know it's a capstone and it's like the well you know guardians of the galaxy holiday special which i also have yet to see which i'll probably watch sometime this week Teaser, teaser, not yeah, really spoiling, but it might impact phase six. Oh, I don't know yeah. what that means. It, it's not all. gonna, it's not gonna have any, it's not gonna have any impact except for like vibranium talk. Was it a Fantastic Four ref? No, no, I oh, that no, was I like care. one of the few spoilers I saw was like, yeah, we didn't want to take away from the whole no more of it all, you know. We want to focus on the the cultures being impacted in the movie, so we weren't gonna just bring out Doom or something out of nowhere. Yeah, it's I was like that. Because some people might hate that, but like it makes sense. It's gonna be like phase six or seven where it finally has an impact. And which you know how Marvel like takes a long time to like weave out a story. We saw freaking um Ben Kingsley in Iron Man 3, and then like years later, and then he became the star of Shang-Chi. Yeah, so not not a really like it's not spoilers because like nothing's being named, but like once once you you find it out, you'll be like, okay, that does make sense. Why it's gonna take a long time for that to come in fruition yeah or however you say that word fruition yeah yes fruition fruit nation mm-hmm. so given that this is the state we're in uh being that you're the only one who's watched this we'll all chime in a bit on this but uh this is how phase four ended so what do you think phase five is gonna transition in the natural way that phase four has been or do you think that it'll be like a different thing altogether and that phase four had a different focus well hearing the news about jonathan majors kang uh hearing that he's going to play multiple different Kangs uh, throughout the whole part that think, he is I think the, the plural of Kang is Kung. No, it's Greek, so it's Kang guy. Uh, okay. Oh, Kang, Kangi? Is is it like uh, Asian eye, or is it like or like definitive just eye? Um, or is it Latin? I'm actually talking so far out of my ass, but the thing that I do know... <laughs> 
<laughs> yeah, I admitted it. The thing that I so do know is that in octopus is a Greek word. And so people always they say octopi, mm-hmm. which is the Roman pluralization. So it should be octopi. It should be octopods. Oh, that's even more out of left field, bro. So it's king pod. That, yeah. So we're, we're taking our king pods. All right. Bye-bye. So speaking of king pod, uh, it says that he's going to be playing like different versions of like king throughout like phase five and six, right? Yeah. So what I'm feeling is obviously we already saw one one iteration of it uh, from the TV show of Loki. So I want to know where it goes because at the end of the day, we are going to meet the big bad in Secret, I, not Secret I Wars, can't uh, wait. King Dynasty. I can't wait for Marvel to be like, all right, so here's Deadpool 3 and you're watching the movie and you're like, oh, they're saving all these mutants that we're going to bring back into the main MCU. We're going to kill off the rest. And you're just like, so how do they all die? And you see a montage of Hang just murdering all the ones who weren't saved. And then he kills Hugh Jackman at the very end, just when nah, you think it's, it's all it's, good. It's gonna be a up. it's gonna be a post credit just like the Avengers, and it's gonna be Kane. Yeah, exactly. Like, as just, a post credit scene, grabbing one of his helmets and being like, "Fine, I guess." Oh no, we're not doing I'll, that again, I'll, bro. I'll try. I'll I'll try it my way. Get that trash <laughs> out of here, bro. If people want that, and then Deadpool, they have no taste and they and don't then, like new taste. That Deadpool will will come from now. The corner, now will if, come from the if corner. Deadpool did like, it did and grabs his. If, if Deadpool did it and grabs his anal beads and was like, "Fine, I'll do it myself," because Wolverine doesn't want to, you know, claw him or something, I can work with that. No, it's it's gonna be uh, the the way uh, the action bros of 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 comic book movies are talking about the Marvel humor, and it's gonna be Deadpool like freeze frame and be like, "Hey, did you guys just like hear this guy? Like, what did he say?" Yeah, like a record scratch. Yeah, like hold yeah. on, guys, hold record, on. Record record scratch. <laughs> Wayne here. I just wanted to check in on you guys. That really weird black guy said something. Am I allowed to say that? Like my in the comments, African American. Sh- in the comments, I'm pretty sure he's um he's fully white <laughs> or Asian based off of his younger self. Yeah, it's mask is his mask blue. No, we're oh, talking man. about like Iron Lad and like him kind of having like Asian Iron features. Lad and Mortis hang the class combo. I don't know who the fuck Iron Lad. That is, I don't... It's uh, another variation of Kane. This is younger self who became a hero to stop his future self from becoming evil. Which is ironic. Avengers. Like, it's really ironic because you have these these action bros talking about how they want comic accuracy, and then they want that one kid from Iron Man 3 to play Iron Lad. It's like, nah, son, he gotta be a brother now, chief. <laughs> yeah. You, you can't retcon this one. Well, no, because it's from a different universe, so, um, Technically, in this universe, the melanin that he was given um, at birth. The melanin is a different tone. He got read with a LIGO. Dude, that would be like I actually part of me does love watching people do like the mental gymnastics. I at this point I kind of just have fun with it. I I can't get mad at it. Like it's annoying because like people just sound stupid at this point. It's like I get that you care, but it's fiction. Someone made this to make money, and the fact that you're this invested is just outright. You you should have like a life to do something with, not to whine and sing and complain about this all day. But you know, that's yeah, it's like point. Iron Lad uh, was Kang when he's young. And Kang's a big buff black dude. 
so now, the little twink boy from Iron Man three can't do it. Oh, speaking of black dudes, did you guys uh, did you guys see the news dude. of um the guy who played uh Isaiah Bradley? He had a fight with his like he had a fight with another family at Disneyland. No, I didn't see that. Yeah, he freaking like he was arguing with another like he was with his family at Disneyland or was it Disney? Did he, did he Either one. Yeah. And and there's like an argument that broke out and he was like you could obviously see that it was him. So people in the comments they were talking about how like they're gonna change <laughs> the character of they're Isaiah gonna whitewash him, bro. Uh, know, just just field. change it to just another black guy, just how they did on Viv, and be like, "Yep, it was him the whole time." And I'm just, huh. I, I was like, "Wow, huh. what do you mean, Grandpa? <laughs> it's me, Isaiah." <laughs> Dude, that's not very magical. It's supposed to be the happiest place on earth. I want to know his reason for fighting people because, I mean, whatever it is, I'll, I'll probably think it's valid because, you know, even if he's in the wrong, you know, any reason to fight someone, you know. They say he took too much uh, super soldier serum drug. And... Oh, he's uh, he's on his uh, John Walker high? Yeah, Dude. And, and he was trying to defend himself and, like, it broke out and he was like, it, it's real, guys. Like, I had the strength this whole time. And then, you know. The strength was really him. the friends you made along the way they didn't believe him and so he took his shield and he tried smashing their heads and you know it went viral yeah i was like well the thing all started he didn't realize how strong he was and backhanded a child her dad got all pissed off because he was like didn't know about the super soldier serum why would he but he got all pissed off in his face he's like you just gave my daughter's face in like we're at disneyland like how's she supposed to eat a corn dog now like face is ruined and he was like dude get out of my face like stop that then the dude put his hands on it from oh, what see, my insiders tell me that's where you always screw up you never put your and hands so, on another man yeah and so this dude you know pulled his windpipe out of this guy's throat mm-hmm. with his Damn. bare hands and then you know the, the wife starts screaming she's there's a baby crying at this point yep. uh grandma had a stroke she's on you, the ground that's normal she's twitching she fell out of the wheelchair she's twitching on the ground he's still holding the windpipe now everyone's filming and they're like the dude holding the dude's like esophagus is in the mcu it's like yeah no shit i got the super, super soldier yeah yeah mm. like, they don't just give this to anyone that does make sense yeah it was like why do you think uh what's his name looks so good in that sweater and knives out oh bro thinking chris soldier evans <laughs> killing it in any sweater any day of the week yeah if you asked um throwing that turtleneck bro his neck has to fit in that you know how hard that is Dude, Dude, it's custom make that they sewed it around him i feel i feel like they have set. like a zipper no, they and then it's like it. one of those i, I think yeah, it's like one of those tuck zippers right and you kind of just like attach it and kind of just bring it around and a a blind catholic nun would come in with cashmere and ivory needles and and sew it on his uh naked frame so they'd have to unsew it afterwards yeah Uh, he he would just flex he would he would flex and it would disintegrate into a fine fine white powder (laughs) good old white powder Mm -hmm. that was actually how they financed the movie was they were selling so much white powder the white powder and they were marketing i I feel i feel like most of hollywood is financed by the white powder but they were marketing this very clearly as just you know chris evans white powder. white powder yeah they're like this is chris powder uh he flexed and this is what happened we won't tell you which chris but we'll leave that to your imagination yeah it was it was his 
sweater white powder in Anna de Armas's bath water. Oh, I'll take that any day. That was how they got Daniel Craig on set. It was he was like, "This is my price tag," and it was like, "We'll go sell some of her bath water." Yeah, this conversation could go in many ways. That's how I broke into the set. Uh, Where do you think I got all this water from? (laughs) (laughs) I hydrate myself every single day from this water. Yeah, it is. It's healing. Has healing qualities. The deterioration of uh, a podcast right here is bath water. You just got to think about it. There's somebody out there, whether they know English or not, laughing at our uh, tangents so much. I feel bad for someone. Maybe not not because of that, but... There's a comedian who talks about that exact thing where he spent his entire, like, thing where he would take his bits a little bit too... Not too far where it was, like, inappropriate, but he would take them to a point where, like, only, like, a handful of people could possibly get all the culmination of this shit that he was like throwing down where he just eventually like people start falling off as the joke is getting told oh so like one of those like highbrow like level jokes where you got to keep climbing the ladder to get to that peak but if you yeah. fall off you know it's it was, you know it's like literally like a yeah. four or five minute bit and he loses like half the people in like four minute mark and then it's like the the first people. line you say is the punchline, but you got to follow through with it to get it to land dude you know? yeah he's like there's one guy in the audience right now and the camera found him he's like there you are it's like holy shit dude it's like give the stand-up act for me so like the bit starts with like guys guys in white sweaters and then you get on like three tangents and then you know you gotta find your way back around that loop i think the bit started with black panther yeah so <laughs> speaking of black panther it ends with, with anna de armis's bathwater with uh yeah, coming so to really with coming to phase five troy what, is, what are your expectations do you think it's gonna follow the backdrop theme of what phase four is that people dub uh incoherent or do you think phase four had a theme and will it fall through or will it be something new going forward I don't think phase four had a theme. I don't necessarily think that all the phases have themes. I think that's kind of like a fan theory, like the same with like the Pokemon starter and the weapons. Mm-hmm. There was a lot of loss you know, in phase like, four. Yeah, like maybe like there, a there's... lot of a lot of them was like based off like what people lost. Yeah, but then it was like there's also they focus more on magic and they focus more on the multiverse. So like you know your English teacher, you read Great Gatsby and she's having a shit fit about the what when you have like name name off each phase four project you will have somebody losing something and having to like get over that grief bro half lost his virginity in the first adventure he got over that grief (laughs) you know what's never discussed if thanos really did snap away half of all living things that means that like not gonna talk about the dead cats it went from 40 year old virgin to like 19 to 18 year old virgin well shouldn't you like gotten rid of like more pool like ants or or one month fair? one month like year old virgin one Who's month virgin? year old virgin instead of four year old or forty year old virgin. Why do you gotta make weird? <laughs> The boss baby virgin. It's yes, mm. yes, because because if like you gotta think mm. about it, how low can you go? And it like and no, you really virgin. shouldn't. You really you really shouldn't <laughs> go that low. <well. laughs> hey, if you were paying attention a lot more, you could have stopped this from happening. I, fetus, I was you fetus you, year old. <laughs> you literally threw it out there like a minute ago. Like I don't I don't know what paying attention you want me to do. Bro, you know what they should do is just like the. Sp- Firm, virgin. <laughs> 
It's yeah, him. you know, I don't he's, know he's the one what who breaks to, into the egg. I don't know what to expect out of phase five. <laughs> always, say, always, always sperm phase lying where it's like, oh, I've totally been in there. I do like I do like <laughs> Troy's point. I like Troy's point to say that there's not really a theme. I think that's like one of those things that people push harder than there really is. Like if, if oh, you wait. take a bunch of Stop if you me. take a bunch of strings Stop on like because... a freaking theory board and you start putting them together, <laughs> eventually things are gonna start like making more sense than you would, you know. Yeah. That joke just like goes way too. <laughs> like, like who is it? Is it uh Charlie Day in the one uh, episode of whatchamacallit that does a thing? What you gotta repeat that man? I was it. I was just thinking about yeah. the egg thing and <laughs> I I don't know what egg thing you're talking about. <laughs> But you know, like it, it, it is it is a good point to make to say that there is a stretch of the imagination to uh put emphasis on things that aren't there. Cause people after like what theme was a part of the earlier phases that was leading to Thanos isn't really a theme, it's just a destination that you know is Dude, there. Yeah, like that's the thing that I don't And we I'm... know Kang is around the corner. Not well, everything yeah. in phase two was like, Oh yes, this is the Thanos. And this is like what did Ant Man and the Wasp do that was like this is the thing like Huh? Dude, yeah, and like, like I don't know. what they showed the quantum realm for the first time, and that was a big deal. That was that just happened to coincidentally be a big deal well, once dude, you got to freaking Endgame. The thing, I just don't think people they probably need to go back to English class and get a, a rebuff on themes and symbolism and things like See, that. See, the problem is English class confuses people on those things because they think everything is like a theme and symbolism. Yeah, it's like Kang isn't a theme. Thanos, there's what just like loss is a theme, but I don't think Marvel. They're like Phase Four, and they wrote loss. <laughs> phase on Four. Yeah, they just wrote Lost, and they're like the TV series, and it's like, no, no, no. We're just lost. It's a theme. <laughs> we don't know where to go from here. He just slaps the meme on the whiteboard. Just like they, they just draw the mm -hmm. it's like this and they're just story. like and they're just like, what does it mean? And then it's just uh, open interpretation, just game right there. An intern asks, like, well, what do you mean? They just slap him. They they it's the throw the guy out the building meme. Yeah, uh, they just slap the shit out of him and point uh, to the meme again. Just like lost. Oh, lost. Everyone lost. else is just nodding, like, yeah. Genius. The hospital meme lost. Yeah, it's like, no, dude. Like, there's a reason your English teacher geeked on Great Gatsby. It's because there wasn't a single theme. There were lots of themes, and you could find them. And the there was themes, different symbolism. And the themes are the friends who made along the way. It's just stupid. Yeah, people are like, is, is there a? It's like, and, you, know, you know, the thing is, because we're, we're going off of that, the, the direction of phase, you know, five and six and four, they already showed it in Loki. Like, there's multiple. It's like, like Sword and Shield, where you have like the multiple subplot, or not Sword and Shield. I, I can't give any story credit to that game because there's like a straight line and you just walk it. It's like Scarlet Violet, where you have all these multiple subplots, and then behind the multiple subplots, there's definitely a bigger like main plot. But like you have the magic side of things, you know, you have the thinking terrestrial side or extraterrestrial side with like space and all that crap, and you have the multiverse side. It's all there. It's all the arrows are all pointing in those different directions, and obviously when you're running them. They might not connect in the same way that you would expect, but they're tangentially connected that you're going to get that. And yeah, one way to do it is Kang. Kang can touch all those bases. So show me Uncle on the door where Kang, Kang touched it, you. It's Uncle Kang because we already had Father. It, is it Uncle Father Kang because Thanos, he touched you? And now we have Uncle Kang. <laughs> It only works when he's your uncle. It's like, hey, come into the basement and wrestle with your uncle Kang. Like, I, your thought, mom. I thought he would have invited him to Thailand, but teach you how to be a man and a woman. <laughs> it's like, it's like, 
Uncle Kang gives me the sleepy time juice. I wake up sore. We can't go further into this joke. Move on. Come on. Uncle Kang says I got a real <laughs> tough jaw on me. <laughs> no. Rashad, hurry up and change. Oh, 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 so now <laughs> it's calling on me to help. Before because, it was. Because I have to was, edit this out. It was I have before to it was like, dang. That transition, oh, or or you don't pay attention. <laughs> now it's like okay, you, yeah, you should you should really <laughs> listen to your really listen to your white Uncle King out here. All right, if you want us Intense. to be demonetized, no, I don't. I, I I I hate it too. I just wanted to defend myself really briefly. All right, Troy, on to the last sorts of things. Two weeks ago, <laughs> you had mentioned you were on the fence and were more off the fence about getting Scarlet and Violet. Oh, but you know, we did an no. episode. Yeah, it's we finally this, reached a point. Thank you just, for your time. Just text me when when it's almost time. Yep. Thank you for your time, Justin. It was yeah. nice having you here. But yeah. Uh, yeah, you're gonna miss all the sperm. Jokes. You're 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 on on a fence of this conversation, and you know we looked at all the Pokemon, and I was like, listen, you know, if you get the game, we'll talk about it and all that. So you hated half half the Pokemon, roughly, right? Or were indifferent to half. You know, we want to make it sound nicer. You were not interested in anything about the game. Now that two weeks have passed, what's changed? Uh, I think the biggest thing that's changed is I have like 90 hours in. Okay, that's so, that's a big number. What does it mean? It's for height. It's <laughs> yeah, we're both playing the game right now. I was I've been trying to find a shiny gas this whole night the whole time. I found a shiny stinking mud bray, like just doing it. And I, was, I was like, okay. I've I've literally been ripping her terror bands this entire time. Uh, but yeah, it's like I think the best way to describe it is it's like the skeleton framework to the best Pokemon game ever. If they took all the good things from this game in RC and they gave us what's next yeah it needed more time we we would we'd be on to something here it it needed a little more time to bake yeah but i like you and me are the same where it's like you don't play a pokemon game to explore the new world with team of buddies and to go catch the the literally the vibe every time you get into a new game it's like i want to see the new pokemon i want to see the region i want to see the new characters it sparkles when you throw it out of its bowl Woo! look at the rival she's fun except hop nimona's better than hop i don't want to spoil it for you but like minus all the people who hate nimona because she has fun and she likes fight. They're wrong. They're they're so wrong. Like I will literally like it is. I, I yeah, it's crazy. She has like a personality, and like I've seen people complain that like she doesn't have growth. But I'm like, they explain right away. She is a champion level trainer. Where's the that. where's the growth she needs? To, she's already reached where she needs to. No, dude, it's uh, she's just on this journey with you to push you to grow, right? And people are like bitching where they're like, she's like a stock. Like, I'm like, you're, she she already knows where you're going. Like people interpret her stuff as being flirtatious so because you view her as a sundeer or whatever the fuck term people are throwing at her then they're like oh she's a sundeer because she follows you around and it's like oh she knows you're doing the gym challenge also you always fight she, your she's rival. also the one that wants you to do the gym challenge so she can have competition no one no one's like why is may bumping into me on route 115 huh. why is she standing at the end of the route just waiting menacingly trying to knock out my whole team why is she always rushing out <laughs> why why is it when i'm trying to go to mauville that she has the strongest team that you can imagine just chilling there yeah. like why, why is she giving me these crucial HMs and shit where it's just like no one but Nimona's like waiting for you at the gym she knows you're going to and we're like <gasps> but Blasphemy. the thing about her that I like a lot is like you already she's a champion already so when you fight her and beat her the way you're supposed to in this game it's not like Hop where he like comes up to you and is like you're my rival we're equals let's fight and so I'm strong his, enough to fight you now yeah then you kick his dick halfway across Gower and he goes and has a crying fit for three days because he's not his brother he's not his 
Jennifer probably is inferior in every way. You beat her, and she's stoked because she's like, yes, you're one step closer to being a fucking challenged. It's cool. It's fucking cool. It's so refreshing to not hate the rival. That being said, people hurt, and I hate them, so they can <laughs> eat my ass. But yeah, dude, there's there's three stories. The weakest yeah. of them, because I've beat everything already. Of course. The weakest of them isn't even that weak. It's the team star angle. Yeah, I heard that. There, it's good. The opinion on the story has varied, but overall, I've heard some people just out like at the very least, I've heard some people like at least one really well. I've heard some people really like the Urban Mystica storyline. Some people really like the theme Star Wars Star one. Majority of people I've heard said the gym one is the weakest. Dude, people are now. I don't know which angle if it's specifically the Mona or just the fact. Some people said they don't like all the gym leaders. You know, it varies. The gym challenges instead of fight going into a gym and steamrolling a gym's entire staff they find ways to like introduce you to the town and get to know like the certain where there's one town where they only have an open air market mm-hmm. so the gym challenge for that town is to go auction to bro market and you do the yeah you do the auction that's the only thing i did because i accidentally ended up there and i was like now you got an auction i was like oh, oh shoot sure. you go to the you go to one town that has a bunch of restaurants and running around doing whatever like it's always it's like a cool way to like get to know the region and people versus like the only place you need to go is the gym and then you exactly. complete that and then you don't like they have the extra houses but like you know yeah. one thing i gotta say on the end it's it's a point. big world and it's a lot of npc well you know a, a lot of world they have to work on so the character npcs aren't as like unique in text like a lot of them are very just like one like you know what you're getting into like, no matter where you go that was one thing that i was like you know, and it doesn't make a big impact on me in the game especially because of how big the map is and i'm like yeah. i can't talk to every it my i i'm already a completionist if every npc gave you something unique i would lose my mind playing the game right so it kind of gives me peace of mind but at the same time it's yeah, like it's cool and they're like highlighted yellow and like, yeah yeah, yeah for the important cool. ones and there's an actual girl who gives you a haunter that evolves into a gengar yeah that's tight wild but uh one thing i think if i was going to pin down the things that lack in this game obviously the map itself i think they did a good job on getting the scale there but they could have done more to like make give it uh you know a unique vibe for when you go places or if there's unique people in certain areas it's a lot of open map you know they could have done more with just making the place feel more alive right that's one thing it's not even a big complaint because i'm just running around screwing off almost everywhere and i've done this for so many hours it hasn't impacted my gameplay it's just additive at this point granted some people think you need that in order for the product to be you know considered good or something like that so case by case basis here the next part is the cities themselves it's it's open there's not much to explore in terms of like individual buildings or people in cities it's very limited on the npcs you can interact with Dude, or yeah, it's that. like a very commonality type of design in each place you know it's like here's the general gist of it and then, you know what you're working with yeah i wish there were more places to explore that weren't the shops clothing mm. camping related shops yeah but dude yeah it's like all my all the complaints people are like throwing around on twitter like it's like is the game everyone acknowledges the game doesn't run like fucking triple a game yeah and they've had like and everyone acknowledges everyone knows yeah everyone knows they should everyone knows they could everyone but it's like there's three very yeah it's like there's three stories i thought the worst one was still good you know it's like now you know the funniest thing is i heard someone say that they prefer the sword and steel story because it was like more exuberant and weird i was like listen don't speak to me ever again this game fits on a sword shield like in it i was like the last decent story in a pokemon game was stinking black and white straight up and even before then i think diamond and pearl was iffy 
don't make your fuck don't gather up. ruby and sapphire is like the first big attempt at doing a decent story but it's very extreme it's you know destroy the world and the fact that x and y pulled that crap again and made it worse it's just aggravating you know so outside of black and white you know that's like your bread and butter of like pokemon storytelling so but, to to yeah, pull it, other things and be like superior. it's comparable why and there's like i don't you got violet right i have scarlet oh so did I. I, I have to get the better professor yeah 100 uh, that was like 100 percent the reason but yeah. but the paradox like are cool because they're they're cooler than i'll just say that they're pretty cool. it's a you'll find out why it's a shiny rock ruffle well, i'm still looking for a shiny ghastly so what the f- you have a sparkling buff or you just i i one? don't have any items to boost anything okay so i just mystical. find them everywhere dude yeah your odds are insane it's I, crazy i do not half of the shinies i have are all just straight the wild and i have like probably three teams worth right now i have i have a murkrow that i and then all the other ones are in ca- or uh, i found a fampy and the only reason i realized it was shiny was because the other ones next to it, it was in the desert so i thought the lighting was busted and i just kept staring at it i'm like no you're different i swear you're a different color bro and it's so unnoticed it, it aggravated the I, only the only thing that killed me was when i spent six hours going for a shiny swablu because i actually was one i really wanted yeah, you and my game crashed as soon boy. as i got it bro i mm, i was about to kill someone right there that's the only one i really wanted out of anything i spent that long doing i freaking um i got a tight i spent like an hour chasing him finally mm-hmm. it was tight i had a sparkling three for ice mm-hmm. did two full 30 minute runs of the like encounter like with 60 killed thing yeah, yeah, yeah and after the second one it ran out and i was like i'm just gonna let it and then i was but i was like this outbreak's still here so i was like i'm just gonna pass through it one more time power through it bro dude there he was didn't have the sparkling odds but i had just the like killed 60 odds so I was uh-huh like, you know you know what got me mad i because glimit's on my team so i was like oh if there's an outbreak for anything on my team i'm gonna push for the raid the outbreak and i'm gonna try to get what i'm looking for i found a glimit right it self-destructed itself i got mad a little later i found another one i caught that one and right next to it was a third one but he killed himself too and i was like wait wait dude yeah it was all in the span of like 10 minutes of each other my buddy from the first to the second and third he's in like graduate school Mm -hmm. so he's got like his school works like intense as fuck yeah so i sent uh, a picture of uh my shiny gyarados that i encountered my friend caught multiple so i traded a shiny oink one because i found that was what i like sent it to him and it was just like you're mad i found he was like shiny yourself and then i sent him a picture of a second one and it was just like you better fucking start talking nice to me bitch before we go on to the 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 tangents because i do want to talk about the just how i've been playing this game because i've been playing it like a complete idiot out of i did on purpose so it's not idiocy per se it's just like one of the most mind-numbingly aggressive ways to play a game to make yourself want to kill yourself for most people i have patience and i have tolerance so i've survived with ease but uh so i think the storyline just having multiple storylines is like a very unique thing for a pokemon game and even if they're not all at equal levels the fact that people all have different levels of enjoyment is dope and also the fact that people are actually calling the game stories or aspects of it good for once i don't i don't know why people act like all the game i hate the revisionist history of a pokemon game more than like certain movies because you know what every generation new generation comes out suddenly the last generation people like were day ones and i'm like listen 100 percent, yeah it's awful so, bro yeah it's like you guys you can i'll still, i'll you never have anything nice to say about x and y other than megas because it was like oh we're doing 3d models and the national decks was still there and you know i think x and y is like the blueprint of why they had to move away from the national decks because there was 
nothing in the game. It was non-existent. Trash story. There was like no gameplay. And they had to focus on importing all these new models for well, these Pokemon. The story was just sloppy. The story was just awful. Awesome. It was fucked it was up. Terrible. But dude, yeah, this card. one, like the gym challenge is fresh and different with a rival that you actually like joy fighting mm-hmm. for once. The freaking Herba Mystica is incredible. Like it's it's really good. And then the Team Star shit, I found it to be the least enjoyable gameplay wise. But like Yeah, I heard the gameplay for it is a little dull, but I heard the story and like the the actual layers behind it are actually like pretty it's cool weird. and it's different. weird because it, it's kind of contrived, but it's layered and really kind of deep at the same time. Like like they put in an effort into what they were doing and they try to make it make yeah. sense. And it was like this is it was like I've watched enough like anime that's set in a high school to have just like rolled with it. Mm-hmm. Or it's basically just like we were bullied, so we formed gang fight and then and yeah, bullies. and then we kind of became bullies, and then that whole like scandal with the previous set of teachers or whatever crap. Yeah, and so it was work and there was just like stuff where you know like twists yeah this, that. normal it was, like, it was fine like all that type of stuff was fine but like dude yeah we're it was like they're not villainous but all the antagonists have like legit depth and all their like reasoning doing stuff's mm-hmm. like sincere and by the end of it you're like oh shit look at you guys so i was like dude that's what i was, was like think two of those things were really fucked on one of them's literally like motherfucker out here crying i like, heard people cried at one of the storylines i was like that's wild one, for a poke man bro Dude, yeah, just like, so, like, I don't really have notes. Like, I could see ways to clean up. Like, you can improve the ones where they're lacking, but, like, you did a good job, and it's impressive, and, like, congratulations. You've done something you haven't done before. Dude, yeah, like, all my, like, plaints aren't, like, plaints as much as just kind of, like, little... The... It's all things, I think, that can be improved on. Well, it's through... Well, that. But there's just, like, like stuff. There's no mass delete. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which, which you know, every game has that level of annoyance. There's know? other, like, such good go get any supplement or mint or anything you want chancy place you can go get any evolutionary stone mm-hmm. there's so many like good quality of life stuff like that and we talked about that on like certain things we wanted from Arceus or even beyond Arceus where it's like hey these things will improve the game if you do them and it'll make it more accessible I think this game attuned itself more to like building the meta and controlling the meta compared to any other game which is why I think a lot of these quality of life things are more impactful here because they make a difference to the actual gameplay as well and people would get adapted to the meta through having access to them, you know? Yeah, and then you can start implementing the Legends RCSC stuff back into it once you and And here's here's the interesting thing. I've heard people say, like, one's like a framework for the other, the other's a framework for this one, whatever way it works. If they were to bring the two teams together, now that we're in the post world, even though the other team's probably working on something else, you know, how it goes. But if we were to bring the two teams together, and they were to work on a project, and I don't know, they actually got, like, software engineers in Game Freak for the first time in their lives, right? And built a game that could actually be stored within the space it has and not overuse memory or any of the crappy stuff that, you know, Game Freak just has the inability to do and always has been. Because, you know, when uh, Johto came out. Yeah, dude, like when other game devs look at like how Pokemon runs, they're like, this is not well. It's not efficient. Like when uh, yeah. when Game Freak went to Nintendo for uh, Gold and Silver and they were like, hey, we need this to be cleaned up. And then they had room for a whole nother region, which was Kanto. And they're like, wow, it's crazy what you can do when you actually, I don't know, know what you're working on and actually get yeah. a product, you know? Yeah, that was like, I think they called it like the spaghetti code. Mm-hmm. It just like coiled back on top of itself endlessly. But yeah, I mean, it's like, there's not, because like, what do you, what do you want, folks, really? It's like you want I fun. literally play these games to have fun while I'm playing them until I stop playing. Yeah, you want to have fun with your team and your buddies and you like, so then I, they... I like, I like collecting Pokemon. I like evolving myself and I like beating up the crap out of children. Dude, oh, yeah. 
so like, they gave you three stories the, the, one of my complaints is i think dex is kind of like not balanced there's a lot of dragons a lot of dark yeah i i think it's it, like there's a lot of ghosts it, they've made yeah. it very apparent with how they've chosen the build i think they probably put some logic into why they chose certain stuff but i think uh well one thing dlc will probably clean up some maybe it's a maybe might clean up some edges maybe it won't but we already know there's dlc coming we don't know what fully will be a part of it there's obviously rumor rumors you know cosmic, for, uh, cosmic for a version of suicune uh, another legendary and a version of verizian right things like yeah, that there's 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 a whole blocked out area of the map it's like gets into spoilery territories i suppose yeah. but they're not a past or future version of suicune it's a paradox version of suicune that is like 60 percent suicune 20 percent entei 20 percent raigu and Vizirian's the same thing where he with his uh Cobalion and Terrakian. Yeah, where he pulls from his other two uh, counterpoints. So I'm like, first of all, that's, that's, high as hell. that's cool as, as shit. And yeah. um, I'm like, can, can we get we get the ancient dragon? You know, the one that fucking the two split off of in Chiram, Zekrom, and Retrom. Yeah, where I'm like, like, you're doing it. I mean, yeah. Give us the fucking paradox version. Put those. I I want to see I want to see an actual polished DLC and not like uh, this is content we couldn't get into the main game, so let's throw it as DLC. You know, I want to I want to see like with the intent to make DLC, what are there, we going to get out of this game? There isn't, like, there aren't significant loose ends to the point where they would need to add. Yeah, to know. the main story, there's nothing to, like, make a difference to. It's, That's what, yeah. So, so like, it's purely post-game, like, you're going to... Well, no. And this game has no, a no, post-game. That's what I was... The DLC, because there's nothing left, if there was, like, a couple of loose strings and they attach eight hours of gameplay, and, like, it's DLC, and they could just finish telling the story they could fit mm -hmm. into the... But, like, because there's not those loose threads whatever dlc content they add story-wise is gonna have to be like it's kind of its own thing it's for the most thing. part the only like information about dlc is random notes you find in the lab mm -hmm. and then just like general information gleaned, like through gameplay but they don't like explicitly say where it's like this crazy thing is happening like where and they're like just mm -hmm. it's like nothing like that it's literally just like there's these really crazy crystals that make things do crazy shit called terror crystals where do they come from you don't know they're terror crystals but they make things paradoxy it's gotta be an answer somewhere yeah and the professor's researching it and then you do the story and you're like so whatever they do it's gonna be like yeah if the only theory I, is that like maybe the third one is like combination of past and true but i also believe that it is not a past and true like dinosaur times and then like future robot time mm -hmm. you know i think it's like you ever see pokemon Ruby? uh yeah you know how entei is fate in that movie yeah it's just uh the amalgamation of unknowns it's an amalgamation of unknowns projecting the version of Entei that that kid imagined based yeah, on the image she saw in her uh, unknowns are like the source code for the universe that's a Pokemon they should bring back freaking game it's Paradox Pokemon I think they're like some fucked up unknown-esque amalgamation of like imaginings of what like things should because fuck it I don't want to spoil stuff but in the dex entry for the Paradox Pokemon they're mm -hmm. not it's not a dex entry it's like this Flutterwing does XYZ with its talents it's like this looks like Pokemon from a drawing where it's like this looks oddly like oh this germ this it's like in the past like the one it, that was it, it's like how we have cave paintings of stuff and it, it becomes exaggerated into people living in things that were never really there no it's like the cave painting came first and then the un 
unknown looked at cave painting like huh and made that a pope that's what i think yeah the interpretation of what is there is yeah you know versus the the, the reality yeah yeah the chicken of the egg conversations like so i literally think that like the main writable pokemon is what someone thought cyclozar looked like in prehistoric times Mm -hmm. the unknown or whoever maybe yeah my my whole conception of that but i was like it it makes it weird because it's like you would think there would be more and that it wouldn't be a legendary would be that's what prehistoric and future cycles are are but that only has so many legs go but yeah like i think it just seems very uninspired to have every true paradox pokemon just be a robot yeah and it also seems weird that their dex entries all mention the same strange magazine and all the other paradox pokemon the stra- same strange like research journal mm-hmm. so like it seems like they're both mentioning the chicken first before an egg you know where it's like there was this drawing of thing and then wouldn't you know it something that looked just like drawing it's through the magic reality some, portal. for some reason yeah yeah and so you're like well why and i think it's either the this third i also the third legends space turd cosmic space turd, it's so. it's from it yeah 100 uh, yeah you know one thing that pokemon needs to do is actually and a game focused on the past and the present would be ideal for this but actually focus on the lore that they've built for so long i think this is their chance and building stories off of like loose tangents of the lore you don't have to go full dive and make it super interconnected but like the seats have always been there and you know if game freak had people who could make a game and they didn't have to all like toil away at making a game and they could focus on like the story dev of it all and like the world building i think we could really have something here if they just like went to nintendo and like stole like i don't know 10 people out of their basement and were like hey do you guys know how to code because we well, don't dude, the uh the person who did breath of the wilds map was i heard the, they worked on this map they were the chief director of uh, map make so that's a definite step where they were like hey the wild area was an okay attempt but it was very limited blah 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 and so ass so they were like let's go ask someone who has experience making an overworld nintendo map will mm-hmm. still hold up as the gold standard which is kind of weird xenoblade looks better <laughs> yeah i love breath of the wild xenoblade looks fucking insane good to switch mm-hmm. like almost to the point where you're like, like no it's run the switch and you play it in handheld it'll turn into a bomb yeah why are my fingers burning because that thing's fan is worth the amount of like, energy now it. i have a quick question i want to ask because i know my opinion on this which i can easily say but if they didn't go back to an open world like they did this which it's not even 100 percent an open world but it's like a 95 would you have an issue um I mean, personally, no. I know. Obviously, there's going to be people like it's, you know, devolving or something and then they'll lose their mind. Yeah, they would have an absolute meltdown. I don't, like, even like Sword and Shield map, I don't think the wild area is that great in Mm -hmm. execution. But, like, the biggest problem with the maps, the routes suck. I feel like always. Yeah, Sword and Shield had that major issue that they had to overcome. Sun and Moon had the same. So, like, if. Oh, Sun and Moon, well, you had to go island by island. It was. If you want to do, like, a really tight sandbox, and like don't make it open world and want people to follow the weird path they termed as the whatever i don't have a problem with that it looks like emerald you know where like when you're walking past a puddle and you see your reflection and you see some weird place up over there that yeah. you want to i would play the fuck out of it like that that's what's fun about this game so it's on top of that mountain let's and go, you just, you just go there. yeah it's like that's dope and like it's weird to me that like emerald fire red heart gold those games all like they feel more open explorable than yeah. sword and shields map yeah because in, in those 
those games is like if you have the access to go somewhere, it might not be somewhere you should go right away, but you can. Yeah, you know, like valid. It was fun to see like the little like blocked off half, and you're like, how do I get behind that? Of course, yeah. So, I've like, pretty much I've without getting any upgrades to my bike outside of the water, I've pretty much gone everywhere other than like very steep cliff face. Dude, yeah. You so know? like, and once my dudes upgraded, so I'd be literally like, must be killing it, bro. High jump, bro. Climbing. I'd be climbing on everything. everything. But yeah, I mean, I'm not married to the open world the things like as long as you can still build it honestly yeah. the thing i'm like less or more than the idea of losing the open world there's like some legends of arceus mechanics that i just like really grew to like i missed my ability to dodge roll dodge i was gonna say that, the that's running, one that playing this game i'm like dodging. i need it um i wish pokemon could attack you as a person yeah. if you have let's go mode which i do this cool needs a little work but it's a cool idea mm-hmm. but if you have let's go mode then you should be on the field too you guys should both fair game bro open yeah. season but the main thing to me there should be an overworld sparkle for shyness because if you're i gonna, agree or if a, you're gonna, a sound and a sparkle one or, one or the other both i'll least. take one or the other but i i in a patch i want at least a sparkle both it would is, make a big difference but dude it's if you make all your shinies like charizards mm, then it's so fine yeah you can but see. they're not or if it's gyarados where you're like blue 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 or it's distinct red. yeah but red. you know we have we still come out of that era where it's like the one shade over because that's all they could do and they never changed out of it and it's like come on now dude not only did they not change out of it they don't like half this new decks is like have you seen poros is shiny it's stupid i have not seen poros poros goes from this color to this color see like the 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 pokemon i have on my team all shark cadet have you seen shark Cadet? oh that's just the blue eyes yeah i've seen that one it's so stupid i like like, my my like i have toads i have toad school i have toad school on my team right you know what toad school go he goes white he's so clean bisharp bro ponyard gosh Ponyard's great coloring bro love i love his shiny Dude, right? uh, have you encountered a king gambit yet i have one on my team yeah they're so they're cool. so tight bro i saw that people like so cool. i saw people like it's uninspired i'm like get out of here can't be friends with you bro this fucking shell as a bro it it sits on his hair which i don't know where you got all this hair from and it just floats around that's how it moves it's it's weird as hell and i love it's it so tight dude he's killer he's like, so nasty and he has that one kowtow move that doesn't miss i was like oh so good dude and i love the respect tinkone's getting as just being as fucking oh well nasty. first of all it's typing is disgusting you know him and Zamazenta out here but also it's decently statted it's not they, the best but if it no, had like had to give it these if they gave that if it had stats, mythic if it had a pseudo level stats bro it would no one would not have it on their team you know if you even if it had like it's attacks like low it's yeah. less than 90 yeah if it, had, like, if it was up in the triple digits for either attack stat bro it would be an absolute pest to deal mm. with. and it and just the, murders corvinites and ponyards and show. dude and uh annihilates he can be annoying so, shit, another pokemon on my team he's such a good typing fighting ghost bro yeah he can be doing his, you know what? his, his this six is... star terror raid was it was brutal because he would do he would do close combat he had the defiant ability so whenever you fuck with his stats yeah you can't you can't him. mess with it yeah oh so no then, defiant not uh because the other one he gets his inner focus which is just as bad to deal with but dude yeah, you can't so lower like, his stats you can't debuff him to do huge damage which is like the whole strategy on the six stars mm-hmm. so like you can't debuff him without making him stronger so then you need something that hang his moves so you're like all right counter fire or to counter his fighting bring a psych type it's like no he got shadow claw and i swear that to God, shadow that punch and freaking dude, oh it's it, so nasty he crits on that shadow claw so much on that six star raid it was beyond yeah 
I think they definitely put in to, to keep this brief. They put in so much effort into the like the certain abilities Pokemon has, like Supreme Overlord with King's Gambit, where for every fainted Pokemon, yeah, you get boost cool. your attack. It's disgusting if that's your sinking. And uh, he's anchor. got that. He's got the move. Uh, the the graveyard dog has it too. Um, the the three hundred freaking base damage yeah, potential on it's, if your whole team's down, then you deal three hundred damage. Yeah, that's wild. That's gross. Like uh, retaliate you get. Gigaton's got the gigantic or giganton hammer that you. Gigaton hammer, yeah. Uh, yeah, it's crazy what they've developed, or even like Glimit, which corrosion is a nasty ability, or uh, stinking Toadstool with Mycium or whatever well, that's other it is. Abilities, them too. Uh, yeah, they're both like uh, the toxic spike one. Yeah, it's, you hit it and it throws. That's that's the one my mine has. Like if you if that's your lead Pokemon and then you bust out like a King's Gambit on the end, that's nasty, you know? Yeah, that's literally like there was a pretty or there was a time. Uh, what is it? Toxipass, I think. Uh, the, that's not it's, what's that blue thing? I'm I'm thinking if you can get a description of what it it's is. Like a water. It's not water poison. Saints of stats. Oh, Tokapex. Yeah, that was like a huge strategy competitive for a while to lead with that because you would lead throw poison spikes out there and then uh, take a hit switch some mm-hmm. new in yeah it's a nasty combo yeah whereas like but you don't even have to waste your move limit can just like exist mm-hmm. you throw down a help hand or some shit i don't even know yeah like there's just so many combinations and mechanics i think in terms of the meta this game really shakes things up well that's and what's I fun about the, the six stars too is like you have to have like a mind for it to yeah, even like, deal it's, with them. it's like actually a challenge i've seen people saying they're too hard bro they literally you're mad that a pokemon game has a difficulty to something yeah, like that finally. I was like, that's what and it's an end game like a post game yeah you have to beat the game and then you have to do some five-star raids and then you'll get the call ghostbusters well dude and then the thing that's even i'm like people were like trying to do like a five-star raid with their like base starter mm-hmm. i was like no friend no. you you gotta you gotta put in some work here chief yeah it was like you need to go you need to go breed that starter yours take that baby and send it to vitamin school very quickly and then you go throw some bottle caps at your bottle cap game when it turns level 50 or take an ability patch or something you know i haven't found an ability patch i found my friend probably, found one i found maybe 200 capsules which is very cool a lot of promo but yeah the first ability patch i'm getting i'm gonna get him protein mascarada because the best pokemon it's a, it's a disgusting ability yeah dude that was one thing like i ain't pro like hardcore as a pokemon it's ri- I I, i've heard that uh Quackaval is really good. No, Quackaval is a hate crime. The way it looks is an. Oh affront. no, I'm, I'm not. I, I, the way it looks and the way it moves is uh, criminal. Yeah, it's horrible. It's nightmare fuel. I hate it. I don't think I've ever hated Pokemon War. Actually, it's the worst thing I've ever seen. Yeah, yeah. Masquerada. When I saw it, like reveal. I, I stay away from any fan art of Masquerada. That right. I'm adamant on. I the way people abuse that sucker is. Disgusting. I mean, I figured you gotta figure. It's yeah, it's it's too expected as soon as it came out but bro like what, what now that i've like had it on my team seen it move in game and like seen it on the campsite and then just like used it there was two times in my game where like because i like rolled around with i had a titan team and i had a fighting team mm-hmm. so like that way i wouldn't be over leveled as fuck for like my rival fight and like all the cool fights so there was times where i was like under leveled yeah dude two separate times that stupid grass cat was the last person on my team was just like back against the wall clutching it up. Mm-hmm. He's dodging shit because of my shout. He's got that move that always lands crit. Oh, the crit one? Yeah, the grass one? It's so cool. I'm just like, dude. And then if you if you Terra, I never did. It's just broken. But like, to Terra, stab with the 
guaranteed crit. A lot of damage. Yeah, I was like, throwing big old stinky chode size damage that shit. That's fat. All right. So we've pretty much jumped around. It's surprisingly, you know, I didn't expect you to have such a high impression when I talked to you that first time about this game, but you were so in on it. I was like, dang, bro, that's an unexpected 180 of your expectations for sure. Yeah, dude, it like it doesn't win any awards for looks, but it's like strongest characters, strongest story, and most explorable. It's an enjoyable game. It's what a Pokemon game needs at its core. With enough quality of life stuff to make the otherwise annoying shit Mm -hmm. pretty easy to Uh, ignore or deal with for some people. Now, I don't have to deal with a breeder or deal with like. Yeah, you don't have to do that long wait or anything like that. It's it's so many things are just accessible. Yeah, I'm gonna set up my picnic and then these two EVs are five. Intensely. And I'm gonna be here with them while they do it. (laughs) Not watching, but of course, of course. I won't I won't not be able to You're you're not not watching, you're just not watching. It's happening in my campsite, you know. If my eyes wander over and I just have had you know, whatever, I gotta make pickle sandwich. Uh Uh-huh. Pickle sandwich, egg encounter too. You know, they make this game convenient for the slog of certain things used to be. Yeah, I've seen people playing it. They say it's too fine turns. I was like, hell no, there's still work to it. I mean, so, some people, lucky, like my end, I don't know how I keep finding some of these suckers, but you know, I also know what a lot of shinies look like off the top of my well, head, so. Dude, it would just be like, it's... St- if and you, you can like, miss so many of them, too. Well, dude, no, the thing, if you went to a casino, you know, like slot machines, there's, let's say there's 2,000 slot machines in a casino, mm-hmm. and let's say they're all being used on a scene. Yeah. If five will hit a jackpot that night, it isn't because slot machines are too easy. It's because that's the way odds work. Five people could, hit a jackpot that night. You come back the very next night. And no one hits it. people play. Yeah, and not a single jackpot's hit. Or the same person might hit jackpot three times in a row. Because that's how odds work and statistics are fucking lame. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's just like, dude, and at the end of the day, like, even if you have all the shine buffs, it's not like that every time you, like, counter Pokemon or odds. I've, I've had friends that had all the buffs and still spent hours looking. Yeah, dude. No, it's, it's not. Every single one you encounter. Not a guarantee. Is roughly one in six hundred. Mm-hmm. The next one you encounter isn't one in 599, it's one in 600. It'll always be one. Like, so, like, dude, one in 600 is fucked up. That's not a big number. People are like, still low. Yeah, and so, like, maybe get really lucky. You encounter the thing that was less than, less than 1%. Like that shiny, authentic dynasty. Yeah. Whereas, like, bro, at a full odds murker, I wasn't doing shit. I was going to do something else. And I just ran past. Like, You're not supposed to paint. Something's wrong with you, chief. Yeah, save. But it wasn't like, bitch, make it easy. You need a sparkle. I know. I supposed, like, I if that, if that was the case, then it would be easier like shoot i take it i'm not yeah, complaining dude, i'm going past a fucking bundle of fletchling like fucking six inches from all my right. screen just like, oh, yeah where you're just staring or i feel like you were hunting a mouse hold yeah, or a tandem mouse so- is your back yellow? Hand them out, it's brutal. I know exactly what it looks like too. I memorized it because I, I stared at it. I'm like, I found it out. It's it. Yep, it's the brown golden yeah. ones versus the normal blue ones. I was like, if I run into you, bro, I, I will see that crap. No, the th- it's tough. It, yeah, I know. The, the place they most frequently spawn, like right in front of Victory Road, the, the way the lighting is in that place, they look pink. At least on my screen, every tandem mouse looks fucking. Pink. I feel that. So I literally am running around. I just uh, let one of my level hundreds just go destroy it and if it ever looks back and you then you'll know because that does work it does I caught, yeah. I caught some there was a shiny i caught doing too i haven't succeeded with that because that one frost lo- last hunt i did where I, I did find a shiny apparently and i either ran Dude, away from it tough one. Got me mad. it's the bow it's a bow slightly different purple. color bro i got yeah, so mad when i said i saw a shiny i was like no i didn't i hate you it goes from red to purple it was it was whack but uh before before we wrap up this episode i just
just want to say how I'm playing this game because I chose to play it in the absolute smartest way possible. All right, I was traveling. I was going through. I wanted to get all the waypoints first just because, you know. Just, just I, did, because. I did that too. Because, you know, I always like clearing a map first, right? As I was doing that, I was just vibing and I saw this Meryl and I said, why are you green? And so I caught it because obviously I know that's a shiny Meryl. And I was like, okay, let me go back to the place. I'll probably start the story soon. Then I saw a shiny LeChonk and I said, no. That's a and good so I caught it. His okay. evolutions are awful. I hate both of them. And the fact that I found a shiny Oink Loin after that infuriated. And then I got to the point where I'm like, I'm just going to complete the decks. Screw it. I've already got multiple shinies. Just going to catch what I can before I have to actually play the game to get anything. So I got to so many points of the map where I was like, I can't reach there unless I spoof it. And so I just spent the whole time spoofing the map and catching a bunch of Pokemon and trying to complete the decks until the point where I have to play the game, which I am like probably a handful of Pokemon away. Yeah, I did. I didn't catch as much, but I went and literally just made it so I fast travel to any location on the map. I love doing that. It just makes life so much easier. Yeah, and then, but it was uh, it was funny. I didn't use fast travel like that often. I probably end up running everywhere too. So yeah, I, you just run everywhere because like the shiny odds aren't better, but the encounter rate for just everything is so high. Mm-hmm. Where it's like you go point A to point B, you'll see like one things, and it's like yeah, hundred things at one to four thousand odds isn't that great, but like motherfuckers hit the lottery every day. Yeah, and I was like, people, that's why people buy scratchers, shit, son. And Power. honestly, not all shinies are built the same. Like, They're I'm not. not. I'm not obviously. spitting on your shiny because I would catch an oink line in a sec. But like you know, shiny oink line, it's like very cool, very cool. Hat. But like you know, that's like a it's like a five dollar winner on a scratcher. It's like fuck yeah. I made if if back. even it's more like yeah. a one. The fact that I had two of them is pretty exactly. whack. Yeah, you know, I made my money back, played for free. You know yeah. that feeling. But but me finding two shiny curlias, completely different value right there. That's like hitting hundred bucks. Yeah. But when you track down that yellow swab blue it's like so aggravating i'm so mad that hits different where you're just like that's a good one shiny altaria is beautiful dude the thing like i want umbreon is so good for these terror raids once like the way it is right now is the online meta dog water people will mm-hmm. come in throw their legendary at everything yeah or, or they don't pay attention to they're like oh it's a fire terror type so i'll bring a water and it's like well it's a grass pokemon fire typing so it's gonna throw energy ball at you the entire time dead mm-hmm. in two seconds people don't pay attention when people start paying attention to that it's going to be a thing where like you're going to want not just fighters because everyone's going to roll in their metal hands or their dragonite yeah, yeah, yeah so to be the an umbreon to host an event as umbreon where you're just throwing out like mean looks or things like that fake tears and then you're just sponging it's for everyone it's like dude i will be doing that but i need a white east of course it's like this <laughs> justin's not here to make fun of me. this brown eevee just doesn't cut it bro i need i need me a white eevee <laughs> but seriously uh, I'm not making an Umbreon until it is shiny. Yeah. It's like, I'm going to, if I'm going to be your support guy on your online fucking. You want to, you want to flex, bro. You want to yeah. flex. It was like, I'm going to come in and make a state. You're like, okay, your shiny Umbreon's here to be a wall. So that's, this is my first playthrough of a game without an Umbreon on my team, also, which is a testament to Masquerada. Because I something. was fully planning on dropping that little fucker once I found it, but I ended up using a Vaporeon instead. It's wild. That's a change of character right there. It filled a slot, dude. I didn't have a good special defender or a good special hacker. So I was like, this bitch fills both. Then you give him acid armor and an annoying little fucking water catch. So, you know, crazy how there's just so much 
legs to this game, you know, whether it got a six, IGN gave it a six. I know, so low. I was like, the fact that, first of all, Sword and Shield did better, whack, whack, just whack. But like, you know, I understand like certain complaints about like unfinished nature of the game. Like I get it. Obviously, there's so many things they can clean up on. And that's always going to be on Game Freak. Like that doesn't change anything. But I think they have the framework. I think they have the framework to make the best game. That's what I was saying. It's the skeleton of the best Pokemon game ever. You take take aspects of Arceus and aspects of this. You fine tune some of it, and then you don't don't even have to. I don't know. You don't even have to like make it a full open world game, and you could still do everything you need to and make it super accessible and super enjoyable. And honestly, if you emphasize like the parts of the game that people say isn't the most important, but like you know the the what new Pokemon you get always a big deal because every it's it's always gonna be hit and miss for everyone but if you have like a, a concept for like where you're going for and what type of pokemon you want there you're you know if you can if you can nail that you're pretty much set whether or not people are you know picky about it or not you know if you have a concept of like what type of npcs you're working with what type of gym leaders what type of champ you know the fundamental if you can get the fundamentals down and then you match it with the with the framework you have here you're golden people aren't ready for the conversation because when a new game comes out it's all about how bad it's gonna be but you know there's like a thing my final thought for the moving forward because basically like i agree i think once they add the stuff from all the games they've been working on into a super game it'll go but shit got distracted all the um, stuff from a uh, small game into a super game i fully just lost train of thought yeah you were talking about taking the the fundamentals into putting them in a bigger game and how that'll change things uh, yeah i i don't know where you're gonna go with that but that was the direct yeah that's annoying oh i remember there's a mechanic in this game with your teachers where you can increase your friendship oh that thing that doesn't actually go anywhere or something like that or so I I've heard that it doesn't go anywhere. that's I mean, that's yeah. a, that is an rpg mechanic through and through that's what i'm saying i'm like i there's the, there's no voice act this game first and foremost which is not terrible but there's like they keep putting characters like yours and there's a rapping gym leader in this one and then there's obviously iona the like, e-girl like those mm-hmm. people being silent is jarring and it's weird they, so, they like, like they have everything expressive wise except the voice behind them it's it's really yeah it's kind of weird but you, you know what they do got ed sharon bro well but dude if i want them or i'm curious to see if they're gonna push farther into the like i hate saying persona series people with that fan base is the same mm-hmm. but just that style of art you know where it's like friendship values you go up and down and like there's like little add, add more like, diversity into what's uh available yeah like it would be cool to you know when like your person's like you should be my rival yes or no you should be able to say no and then have them like oh man and then like and see what happens where it's like Nimona negative 10 this feeling toward you know what I mean and then like and, that and would it changes her. what story you get from it yeah and like maybe her rock rough evolves into a knight like rock because you're a mean rival to her fuck it's not like a crazy idea for them to start doing shit like that and I'm like it looks like they kind of already put training wheels on for that direction with mm-hmm. some of the stuff they're implementing and just like the general way yeah I I, th- I think we're like on the verge I think what they you needed basically build a small hair on this I, no shit like I'm not uh, yeah they're, they're never gonna go that far but no like i'm i'm not 
bullshit. The end game. The end. The end of this game. Oh, with your uh, posse of uh, folks. Yeah, you get a, You're rolling around with posse. Yeah. All of them want fuck. The only reason any of them are together right now is because of it. Literally, I was like, it feels like you're watching one of those Ishikai where it's like, I died and was reincarnated as the villainous. Listen, those ones are always the best. They're always so goddamn good, and that's why I love. I love. Bro. I was like, last boss this season has got to be one of the best shows. It is so it is. fucking. Good. It is so, <laughs> it is so good, good, bro. Um, I when I started it, I oh, was like, they, it'll be all right. And I watched the first episode. I'm like, why are you so good? It was insane. It is I, fantastic. I was, hooking, I was hooked off the intro. It might be the best intro. Like, it, it, it's, it's just a like, fun sounding it's intro. It's not a banger. It's not like a bob. But every but time I'm just like, it catches you. Yeah, and dude, and the ending. The ending's a bop. Ending's a bop and a half. Yeah, that's true. With the fucking like pros like singing. It's such a good song. It's been on my playlist since it came out, dude. And this last episode so good fucks this dowager emperor so i'm like bro it got so intense and chainsaw man sucks facts that shows i forced i'm caught up now this i i just wanted you to be caught up because so i i want you to be my staple like variable opinion like the, the unchanged variable it's just i denji he's a now granted character. i think that is the main like i feel like denji and like is the core reason of the make or break of the series because anyone who likes denji seems to have a positive opinion i hated denji like at chapter four when he goes into kills that one devil and he's like oh why would you get it over so quick actually i just didn't want to get any blood on the pornos and i i immediately was like oh wow you're literally the worst that's good to know yeah he's that was it he's scum his and he got worse from there because every time you think he's good it's like oh i wanted to like eat good food it's like oh i have that so now i just want to grow people i was like oh okay you you mean nothing to me yeah dude that's like i'm so it would be such a simple fix where it's like he wants a life that was better than the one he had what does that include? Just touching boobs is great. It's just better getting than girls. Just getting just girls. One it's... of the things. I want great food. I want a big TV. Having a girlfriend would pull too. Where it's like, oh, the life that, you didn't that, have. That just that just becomes his personality once it becomes an option. No, I'm like uh, the show should be about Ock. Uh, he's the best character. He's I I would agree, except for the, the fact he's that, got, that when you get to the he's got the power. He's got the weird fucking sword, and all the girls in the series think he's got a hot face. So yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I I would agree until you get to a part of the series where you realize. He has no personality at some point, and then I'm like, why would you make him like this? Well, that's just a function of bad writing, which I think is yeah. a part of this, which I think is baked into the series. But I'm like, that's what but, I was saying. I'm like, well, just well, look, well, at, look we'll at him save superficially. The look at him superficial. He's the leading man. He's got the sword. He's got the look. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's intentional. You pick the the more door. It's you know. Yeah, they went yeah. out of their way to pick Reap Home as the main dude. It's like, okay, fine. I hate him. He sucks. The motivation's terrible. It literally like tracks. It's like seriously detracts from plot. Mm-hmm. You're, you're just like. Very important thing is happening. High pressure, high pressure. And he's running around with his tongue out like make it. Like, like is, he the only one, is he the only one who's not aware of fucking own his own show? He like, he's meant to be a contrast of things. It's well, apparently it's power. really apparently it's really deep. Yeah. I will tell you when I believe that, but apparently yeah, power it is. fill the same role then. Oh no, don't worry. Power power and him are my least favorite characters in this whole series. They both equally suck. I like power more than him because she has a reason for being what she, she's not. She doesn't get human things. So, like, her being a fucking psychopath and only caring about a cat, I'm like, I kind of get that. I mean, to be fair, he's the same thing with his dog, and he also didn't have anything normal humans would have, and so he's always seen himself as less than. That's that's me being fair to, to what is written for Denji's character that's supposed to seem good and, like, yeah, which is it fine. matters. Which is, that's just but, not what it is. But why does he have, why do you have two of those characters in the same group of four people? Yeah, they're they're just the same frame they fill, in yeah, two different. Fill, it, it's it's bad. Dog. They fill the same fucking granted the I, I can't spoil 
spoil certain stuff because I know that you can't. I don't care about the show. I I, I just don't want to spoil it for for really the people listening. To oh, be that's honest, because I, I I would yeah. love to tell I'm you forgetting. how much I hate so many things. But uh, like this this isn't just you and me having a conversation. No, that's why I've been trying to wrap it up for the past <laughs> twenty minutes. But I didn't want to like hard interrupt you because I agree with you. It's just such a tangent, <laughs> and I was like, it's late. But I we we can we can talk about it more. But uh, I just you know back to Pokemon. This game is enjoyable i think mechanically and fundamentally there's things that dlc can enhance but overall i think that you know if they had put more time to finish the game a lot of complaints people had would be away i think a lot of complaints just come with the the functionality of what was released because it came out probably like six months too early dude yeah and i also think that like both is answered people who like aren't there there are people who when the next game comes out they'll be like wow this game is hails in comparison to scarlet well, Violet." dude i just don't think there are people who like legitimate joy like a series they the they play way. they play pokemon to be like god of war ragnarok yeah where it's like they're playing it for a completely different it's just like well it's not for you you're, ne- you're not never gonna like it you're not here for the reason should or whatever i don't know mm-hmm. but yeah you know where it's just like the game sucks how are you satisfied graphics like that do you play this game or like no i have played since omega was like then why are you here? <laughs> who are you screaming at <laughs> yeah like why are you here and it's like how are you satisfied with you, this? you have to know it's bad why yeah. because you have to it's that one meme where the it's the guy on the outside screaming at a group of yeah. that one guy and he just, having fun and he, like, he gives the thumbs up and then they just continue doing on about their day yeah that's literally where people are like this game the graphics suck shiny hunt is too easy and i i, I will that's roast cool. and talk trash about sun and moon and freaking x and y all day long i think x and y sucks i don't think megas carry it in any capacity if that's enough for you no. great it's not enough because the game just fundamentally sucks. Sun and Mo- Ultra Sun and Moon does do something with the story, but it's still the same game for ninety percent of it, you know. Yeah. And I just same don't bones. think that game satisfies. Sword Sword and Shield is like the framework for like the next framework. It's like we're here's a bunch of cool new things we're gonna throw out, but we're not gonna flesh any of it out. But like fundamentally, it's playable long enough for me to finish the game, you know. And it's something compared to the previous games that I barely finished or played any post game you know so, yeah, sword, sword and, and it's shield. dlc attempted something right yeah dlc was better like i hate the notion that you need a dlc for a game but if you're gonna do it make it worthwhile and the dlc was worthwhile yeah it was its own like thing New Island. there's a lot of gameplay content and it, it was Hershey you know food. viable this game i think is super playable in its own capacity and that makes me happy to play yeah they're having the the post game option of terror raid dens and the fact that they are as difficult as they are is cool because it then opens you up to like oh i can't just beat these with a dude i caught wild i need to get an ev train ivy train get in breeding opens you up into like all the other post game activities where you're like Mm -hmm. if you want to keep on the five six seven star raids which charizard's coming as a seven star raid yeah straight up seven i saw that i was like well dang first of all if you don't have a level 100 pokemon yeah you're screwed bro like and it's not happening you need a full team of people who know what they're doing too yeah they need to know what they're doing he's gonna have 128 evs in both defense categories so whatever your swing needs to hit like fuck lead hammer with 100 with perfect max stats Mm. and like probably like whatever ability and held item is like these are all things that like headed players think about like 
people who like and and now for a casual or a semi-casual it's yeah, something now, that you have to consider if you want to partake in this yeah so now people are going to be like oh i want the charizard because it's a dragon terror type and that's fuck cool how do i get it well you need 1100 yeah, you're gonna need to try a tough body and even then you're gonna probably come up with strat even then you're gonna need someone you're gonna crazy support and it's like crap yeah love it fuck battle tower yeah, it's great tower so again you can find our listening platforms on spotify apple podcast google podcast amazon music audible and other places check the link below in the youtube video you can find us on the raven ramble channel on youtube where we post our videos there you can find our black our backlog on flaws dude or the anime couch for any of our older content but uh thank you for being here with us in this episode and uh troy any parting words um no wish me luck shiny hell yeah brother